0: Hello everyone and welcome to 1923 Main Street.
1: Home of the Daddy-Daughter Disney Travel Podcast. We are your hosts.
0: I am Mike Bellobraddock.
1: And I'm Amelia Bellobraddock, And today we will be talking about what to do when things go wrong.
0: Yes, and I don't normally talk about what episode number it is, but I thought today it was kind of funny because it is episode 13. So... We are talking about what to do when things go wrong on a Walt Disney World vacation. And, you know, most of the time things go pretty well, but every now and then something may go wrong. So we've got our, sort of our top seven things, and these are things we've been through and deal with. So we're going to tell you what to do or how to plan for things that may go wrong on your vacation so that you're not wondering what to do (laughs) if one of these things happens. So... Shall we begin? Sure. Okay, Amelia, we're going to start with an easy one. And this isn't a big one, but it's something we we have some ideas for you. So what to do when you get to your hotel and your room is not ready?
1: Oh, this happens all the time.
0: So let me just say before you give your suggestions, you know, they tell you check-in is at 4 p.m. And a lot of times, if it's busy, your room will not be ready before 4 p.m. So, you know, sometimes you're stuck. there are going, uh, you know, if you get there at 11 in the morning, you got a lot of time. Or, but if they are ready, they will let you into your room. That's all I'll say. But yeah. so, Amelia, what do we do when your room is not ready and you've gotten there in the morning, which happens to us a lot?
1: Okay, so two things. One, before we begin, I just want to say if they do text you, if you're like from Canada or not a country that isn't the U.S., sometimes texting will not work. Like sometimes you won't get the um, actual message. So if you are in the hotel, you may want to just go to the desk and check a few times because sometimes you don't receive those messages. But let's say you're just waiting. Oh,
0: well you mean when they'll text you when your room is yeah. ready? Yeah.
1: And then you'll go, and is my room ready? Yeah, we texted you like an hour ago. Or
0: we forgot to text you. Yeah, that too. Especially as it gets closer to four.
1: Mm-hmm. So what we do is typically we have like Fast pass is booked, so we say when we get there, are we going to go straight to the parks for a fast pass, or do we want to go to the pool? Because if you've, like, checked in and even if your room isn't ready, they'll let you go to the pool. So what we do is in our carry-ons, I pack, for me, like, a bathing suit and then an extra pair of clothes, like, because we're from Canada, so it's cold, so I bring, like, shorts and T-shirt. Or just if you want to go to a water park maybe bring like a towel or something too so
0: or yeah so really the thing is decide try Where to think ahead to what you want to do or do you want to go to a park if your room's not ready do you want to go to a pool and well I really just wear shorts and <laughs> a t-shirt And but these guys like yes, to swim so true. yeah so think ahead keep because what you're gonna check your baggage with them and they'll hold it and if you have food they'll put that in a cool room but going to want to have a little bag with access to things so yeah so you're not stuck in some travel clothes that aren't appropriate for the park or whatever the case may be so yeah. if your room is not ready there's not much you can do that it's not ready but you can plan for it so that is our suggestion for if your room is not ready yeah. now number two keeping on the theme of the rooms what to do when there's something wrong with your room. And So
1: what do you mean by this?
0: Okay, so there can be, we've had a lot of things that would fall under this category. So, and I'm not talking about you don't like the view or it's not the room you requested. And we run into that. And sometimes I'll go back and say, hey, do you have something else closer to what I wanted? And they'll make a change for us if they can. But I'm talking about three things come to mind in particular. Two of them have to do with bugs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember these? Uh-huh. And and lovely, one of them has stories. to do with the furniture. So... Oh. Okay. So there was mm. one time... I'll, I'll talk about these, and then the solution is really all the same. So, well, why don't you tell the story about Animal Kingdom? Okay. What happened to us in Animal Kingdom?
1: So this is probably one of the reasons that we don't really stay at Animal yeah, Kingdom. It, it put me off. That often... And it may have just been a one-time thing, but we were eating dinner and we saw this like giant bug
0: well i'm talking about in our room no i don't okay.
1: at dinner there's a giant bug and they're like oh that's just the palmetto bug and then we saw it in our room and they're like that's oh that's just the palmetto yeah so bug. that was at
0: boma first okay and
1: then we and then we looked up okay so what's a palmetto bug yeah it's an american cockroach
0: so we had a cockroach infestation in <laughs> yeah, our room and, and- I'm the telling way they you. they
1: called it was a lovely palmetto yeah, bug. I, I,
0: there was a few things I did not like about this. So first we saw that one in the restaurant. We reported that. And I'll tell you, in almost 50 years of Disney travel, always staying at deluxe resorts, we have never really had, we've never, definitely never seen a cockroach in the room there. But this Until all happened now. at Animal Kingdom on the same trip. Yeah. And our room had quite a few of them scurrying around. So... Oh. I went down to the front desk. So here's what what to do when things go wrong. Go to the front desk and what I've learned is don't try not to mess around with the staff because we had a rather unmagical person in this case who said, "Oh, they're just palmetto bugs." And that's when we go back. We go, "Well, they look like cockroaches."
1: So you look up what a palmetto yeah. bug is. An American oh, cockroach. What do you know? So
0: I was a little furious They're trying to sort of pull one over on you. Uh, and anyway, I there was a few other things about this individual at the front desk, this cast member, but ultimately I got to the hotel manager who took care of it. And he moved us to another, upgraded us to yeah. a one-bedroom suite, actually moved us up. And that is what you need to do if something is wrong with your room.
1: Yeah, and when you are doing that, try not to sound like too complainy, if you like... Yeah,
0: good point.
1: Yeah. If you sound like way too complainy, they'll just probably get frustrated. But if you sound like matter of fact, and if you're respectful to them, but you still have a problem, then they'll upgrade you like they well, did to in that. In this case, I, I you
0: know, I always start respectful because it's not really their fault. Yeah. This person at the desk, it's not their fault, but how they respond to you is within their realm. And most yeah. Disney cast members, like 99.9% are good, are great. In this case it was not. And this person was, you know, I don't I don't know if they would have done anything had we not escalated. So I sort of now just skip to the top when it's something like this. And we had another one. This one was actually in Bay Lake Tower. Oh, yes. And this was more recently, The Ants. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, but like yes, it is still bad, but the thing is, ants are a lot more common than uh, palmetto bugs. But our th- yeah,
0: that's true. But again, we haven't, and it wasn't just a few ants. We were in a, oh. a we were in a villa, and oh, there were yeah. hundreds, if not thousands, of ants. And remember, you have a kitchen in a villa, so they we had food and everything, and you know we called down. And I'll have to say, so this time. We a lot got more helpful. A lot more helpful because I went right to, I called the desk and they said, talk to the head of housekeeping in this. And she was amazing. So this, you know, quite opposite of our experience at Animal Kingdom, this head of housekeeping at Bay Lake was amazing. So as it turned out, even they admitted, we had in this room three different types of ants all infesting at once in different areas. And they, it was really bad. So... And it was also during spring break. There was nowhere they could move us to. The hotel was full, but they went above and beyond, acted quickly, and they got a pest control person in there. And within a day or so of our week, they took care of it. And these ants, they really disappeared and they, you know, were nice. These are, these are not magical moments, but they did. Oh, I forget. They give you the the typical three free fast passes or... A small credit on your room, like $75 or something like that. Oh,
1: small, small credit. But
0: they were very good. So that was another thing. So there's two things we've had go wrong with our rooms to do with pests. The third one was at Wilderness Lodge. Another reason we're not too fond of staying there. We had furniture that was like torn, shredded, ripped, and sort of flipped over so it would be hidden. So we f- we uncovered this and I said, and this was supposed to be a newly renovated room. So we weren't happy and we went down and complained and said, uh, you know, hey, can can you f- do something about this? And again, this uh, individual wasn't that helpful. So I went right to the manager because we learned from experience that this was the second of the three. The ants was the most recent and they, they did take care of it. Again, there was nowhere to move us. It was a busy time, but they fixed that up in the room. They gave us, you know, some nice things as credit, but...
1: Which little me got a doll.
0: Yeah, with the credit, you spent the money. But the point, (laughs) so if something is wrong with your room, whether it's bugs or furniture, something's broken, something beyond, you know, a light bulb, uh, something that you consider to be serious, whatever it is for your family, uh, especially when you're paying, you know, luxury uh, deluxe rooms are not inexpensive. So you're you're not going to have to put up with cockroaches or ants or ripped furniture. Go as quickly as you can. If the initial person is not being helpful for whatever reason, the hotel manager or the manager on duty is the one to speak to. And they will, you know, I've never had one of those individuals, again, as Amelia said, if you're respectful, they're respectful for you and they've taken care of us in all these situations. So if there's something wrong with your room, don't just sit back and accept it. See if it can get remedied. And in certain cases where it's health, like bugs, definitely don't accept it. I mean, an infestation, not just not just a, one or two random bugs. Yeah. Okay. Do you have anything more on that one?
1: Um. No, I just think the most important thing is not to, like, obviously you're going to be like, ugh. But just don't freak out too much because they'll be more prone to help you if you're calm about it and respectful to their time as well. Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah, exactly. Always be respectful. Treat others as you would like to be treated.
1: Thank you, Mr. Golden Rule.
0: Okay, so now we're going to move on to another one, which uh, a lot of people really may not know what to do or what their options are. What to do when things go wrong, you get sick on your vacation.
1: Okay, so yeah, this one, well, I wasn't really sick, but this one's mostly about me. Hi, Star. Star alert. Actually,
0: it wasn't, so I'm curious to hear this story. (laughs) What story are you talking about? Go ahead.
1: Well, there was one time when I wasn't really sick. I forgot about that. Yes. And it was the same solution. I completely forgot about that. Okay. The other story, too. Yeah.
0: So let let me just give the answer, and then we'll tell our examples. Yeah. So if you get sick... It's funny that all three of our examples are from the Grand Floridian, maybe because we stay there a lot. But if you get sick on a vacation, and I'm talking sick where normally you'd want to go see a doctor, yeah. you have a few options. So the first time it happened to us, one time, I, you know, one time I had mono, one time I had strep throat, and then Amelia will tell you her story. But I w- went down to the desk and the first thing was, oh, should we go to a clinic? So the the concierge at the Grand Floridian gave us this solution. And you have a couple of options if you get sick. Yes, there are clinics in town. But if you go to a clinic, uh, as you, you know, can understand, you're going to pretty much write off a day or most of it. You're going to have to drive somewhere or take a cab or something, sit in a waiting room and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so,
1: but wait.
0: But there is a solution that I highly recommend.
1: Yeah, too. I forgot, too. we've
0: used them three times now. I thought it was, I was only thinking of twice. I forgot about yours.
1: Always thinking about yourself.
0: So this is a service called the Medical Concierge. And basically, they They're come. They're very helpful. Super helpful. They come. You, you call them. You book them. They come right to your room when you want. I remember them saying, well, do you have any fast passes today? It's basically a mobile doctor with a doctor bag filled with every sort of tests and and or prescription that you may need afterwards based on what you tell them on the phone. So, yeah. Amelia, why don't you tell what was wrong with you?
1: Okay, so this one was just kind of bad luck for me. This didn't, well, the initial thing didn't really happen at the Grand Floridian. It was the night before we were going away for the March break trip to Disney. And I was like going to bed, like the lights were off. I was walking towards my bed and my bed has a head, like a thing at the bottom. And there's a sharp corner and I sliced my chin on it. So we went to the hospital. I got stitches. At home.
0: We were, and, and this was nine or 10 at night. And I'm thinking, yeah, and oh, this is what a, we're going to miss our flight. Yeah. which was 6 a.m. the next morning. But we didn't. That was, thankfully, the emergency... I was a trooper. <laughs> you were a trooper. The emergency room was empty. Amelia got in right away, and they said, okay... We can give you freezing for these stitches, or we can do it without freezing and it'll be a lot faster. Because we were sort of concerned about getting home and getting some sleep before. Well, our no, flight.
1: they could put a needle that would freeze it. Yeah. Or they could put like a rub on, but that would take like hours. Oh, is
0: that what it was? Okay. Yeah. So he said, well, I'll tell you, most of the boys want the. Like
1: the paste rub yeah, thing.
0: Yeah, the paste rub, because they're scared of pain. They don't want the needle in the sharp area. And he said, but I could find the girls can take the pain. Anyway, Amelia was it a didn't trooper. Even hurt. She took the pain, she took the needle, and she got her stitches. So. <laughs> they give you. Th- but the only glitch was, they said, okay, but you're going to have to take these out in three days, which put us in the middle of our trip. And he said, I can. not I wanted to go swimming. Because she t- wanted to go swimming, so they didn't want the kind that sort of disappear on their own we had proper threaded stitches but that meant they would have had to be taken out so they gave me these tweezers with which looked like elephant tweezers so fast forward we're at the grand floridian it's the day to take them out so daddy starts trying to get these tweezers and pull the stitches out of amelia's chin and it starts (laughs) bleeding on the stitch mark and i said oh man we're gonna have to call the medical concierge who'd we used in the past
1: it was very helpful by the way
0: and this person was very helpful, and he came. First of all, he made me feel better, because he said, who gave you those tweezers? <laughs> those <laughs> are for, like, huge stitches on a knee. And I said, they the were, hospital. They
1: were, they were huge. Yeah,
0: and he said, we haven't used those for ages. And he had really fine tweezers. Anyway, he did come, he took out the stitches, and all was great. So, and another time, for me, one, I had strep and same thing, and I it was just so bad, I I, I knew it was going to ruin my week, so... We called the medical concierge. He came, he did a quick test, gave antibiotics and all that sort of stuff. And he was in and out of there. And and it was, um, I think it was around $350. So if you're wondering about the cost, it's in that range. And they did try to coordinate with health benefits if you have yeah. those two. But all I'm saying is on the whole cost of a vacation, if you get sick on vacation, something that requires a doctor for any of these things like stitches or yeah. sickness, Uh, the medical concierge is a great option. So ask at the front desk of your hotel about it, should that happen to you, but it's just something to be aware of so that you know that that's an option. So that was number three, you get sick on a vacation. So yeah, there you go. We've had three. I forgot about your stitches. (laughs) Mm. All right. Number four you lose something valuable out in a park, you lose your phone, you lose your <laughs> oh, credit card, Daddy. you're gonna panic.
1: These all have happened to you, not yes. me. Yes, we've only had you. a couple
0: of these. I mean, you know, in 100 visits, 100 vacations, I've only had a couple that I can recall anyway. One time I was at BR Guest restaurant and I was paying with credit card and they didn't return the credit card and I didn't even think about it at the time. You know, we we signed our bill and we were done. Because I, you don't usually charge to Magic Band. Oh, damn! And then I, I uh, was back at the hotel. I went, oh man, where I couldn't remember where I lost it. And then I thought the only place I was using it was there. So we reported it right away to the hotel, and they were really good about it. So go. Report it to a cast member as soon as you realize you've lost something. And there is a lost yeah. and found at the Transportation and Ticket Center. And I was really worried, but they said, don't worry, we'll find it, we'll track it down. Because in this case, it was in a restaurant. Next day, it was there in the lost and found. Yeah. Another time, I lost my phone on Spaceship Earth, fell <laughs> out of my shorts into the ride vehicle. Again, cast member, I, I realized quickly, you know, the, the point of this is when, as soon as you realize, act.
1: Yeah, well, you know, you're always on your phone, so I would expect, yes, quickly. Yeah, phone you'll
0: probably realize more than a credit (laughs) card, maybe. Um, That's true. Or just charge your magic band. But the point is, go to your nearest cast member in the place you were, or if you've left. So in this, at Epcot, I went back to the ride, and they were able to find it fairly quickly, because someone, thankfully, had turned it in. So it was there. In both cases, um, the things were turned in. So go to cast members as quick as you can. If you lose something, don't panic. Odds are they're going to be on your side, and uh, yeah. if they, if it can be found, they'll find it. Now, speaking of losing things, what can go wrong? You lose your child.
1: Whoa, I'm not valuable. Excuse so, me. So if
0: you have young children,
1: Excuse-moi.
0: you may lose them in the park somehow.
1: Especially if they're exploring. Because it's totally not their fault. <laughs>
0: so we we were pretty Amelia was pretty good as a kid, and you know we knew she likes to run off. And kids will see thing in Disney parks, and they'll take off in crowds.
1: Sophia, first, and, yes. And there
0: was a time, one time in Disneyland. Day-times. This was actually Disneyland, but the same story goes.
1: Oh, there was a different story too. Yeah, but I got the, lost twice.
0: You got lost this one time, which was really. Bad. So here here is what you do. Well what's your story? What was the other time? Well,
1: this was in I think this might have been a Disneyland as well. But we were in like we were walking down like Main Street and we were in like one of the shops and I ran out because I thought you were leaving and then I couldn't find you and then I got really scared and then
0: That's the one I was talking about.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking to Sophia.
0: No, Sophia. Well, we didn't lose you. You took off, but I saw you. This, oh. this one, that one. We really didn't know where you were, and you know. So it's scary for the parents as well. But remember a couple of things. First of all, you're in you're in a Disney park. So a couple of things to know about when you lose a child, when you can't find them, go to a cast member mm-hmm. right away because here is their typical procedure. If the child, so if it, if they find a lost child and Someone will typically see a child crying if they're young and they'll tell a cast member. So the cast member will take your child and what they'll do is generally wait in that area with the child, keeping them company, making them feel good. They may give them something to, you know, make Candy. them feel good. Yeah. Or yeah. Or a small toy. But they will wait maybe 15 minutes for for you because they're gonna expect you're gonna notice your child's lost. So they'll hang around in the area. Mm-hmm. Hoping that you're gonna eventually connect together, which is what happened to us in Amelia's case in that situation. If that doesn't happen and the child and your child is under ten, they'll take them to the baby care center. So if you have a young child that's lost, go to the baby care center, ask where it is. They're in all the parks. If your child's over ten, usually they'll take them to guest relations uh, if they're a little bit older. So
1: or if or if they have a phone, just you know.
0: Well, this is the other thing. So I was going to say, so magic bands. yeah, Magic bands are not, as far as I know at this time, GPS units. So they can't track where your child is in the park based on them wearing a magic band. But magic bands are good because they can read the magic band and get, first of all, your child's name, which makes them feel a bit more comfortable, and your cell phone on file, they can get that. So they can get a lot of information through the magic band of your child. So be sure your child is wearing a magic band. It's it's important, especially if you have a runner. <laughs> if you have someone I was like Amelia was, who used to like to just run. Six. Yeah, so magic bands are not uh, GPS trackers for your child. Like find my phone, but they are very helpful for the cast members. Or if
1: you do have a phone and your parents can track you on that, Well,
0: yeah, it's true. If you, if you do have, if your five-year-old has a, you know, a phone, that's, you know.
1: Well, if it's an older kid.
0: Yeah. If it's an older kid. Yeah. So phones are helpful, but basically this is. Honestly,
1: most kids by the age of nine have phones. If, if they can't like, maybe not data, but Wi-Fi.
0: Or some sort of device. Yeah. So that's what the losing your child one is. And that is their protocol. So first of all, um, yeah, take a look in the area, but if not, go, you know, ask about the baby care center and guest relations. All right, now, two to go. Both have to do with being late. So, what to do when things go wrong? You're late for your dining reservation.
1: Okay, so this one, it depends really how late you are, because there's different procedures depending Yeah, on I'll
0: give, I'm going to talk about the grace periods, but that's basically the yeah. point here. So... Things are gonna happen and I remember one in particular. Sometimes when you do those shows like the Indiana Jones show. Oh, yeah. This was the Indiana Jones show at Hollywood Studios. When you're the thing about when you're making your itinerary reservations for shows, remember that the time that you've booked, if it's a fast pass is the time they want you to get into the stadium to Not watch. Not the time the show Not starts. Not the time the show starts. So you're going to make, this is what caught, tripped me up the first time. You're making a reservation, and then we made a dinner reservation, but we didn't account for the extra 45 minutes or an hour that wasn't actually the show. Mm-hmm. So here we are going, oh man, we've got to get to Disney Springs, of course, the worst place to try to get to at Walt Disney World.
1: Yeah, that is not a good idea. For
0: a dining reservation. Mm-hmm. And we, you know...
1: was oh, is this the T-Rex one? Mm-hmm. We oh, were going ho-ho-ho-ho. to T-Rex,
0: which by the way, I don't know, I would not recommend. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a sidebar. So the, the point is, here's what you need to know. There is a grace period I on dining. I like the
1: ending to the story. There
0: is a grace period. I can't remember the ending, but you can talk about it in a minute. There is a grace period... For dining and it's 15 to 20 minutes typically so yeah. just bear in mind that they will hold your reservation for a period of time so try to get there as quickly mm-hmm. as you can and you you know always if you you know try to get there well yeah uh, but they will hold it so just bear in mind that they know things happen especially to do with transportation yeah what what was the end of this story that well, you love
1: firstly if you're relying on buses to get from hollywood or Really, any other park to Disney Springs, and you're rushing for a dining reservation? Good luck.
0: Actually, that's a good tip. I
1: wish you luck.
0: In now in the day you days, might need it. You well, this happened to us really before Uber and Lyft were big, so yeah. I would say now if you're in this situation, take an Uber. Take an Uber a Lyft, or a Lyft or right if you away. Or a car. was yeah. yeah. too Well, car is almost worse because you've got to park well, at Disney yeah, Springs. But, but if you have a car, you're you going to have to just leave car. your car. <laughs> But if you're yeah, so if you're on buses or any other transportation to get somewhere, I would forego that if you're late and hop in a lift. You know, assuming that it says it's going to be there in a few minutes. So our final one. Wait, wait, what what? about my
1: ending? Oh, oh,
0: I didn't know. Okay, what's your ending? So
1: we when we got there, and then we had to like run through Disney Springs because of course it's at. the This was during the
0: major construction too, so it was like we were like rats running through a maze. There was those boards up everywhere.
1: Yeah, so we were running, running, running. We were like, and then we got there and I was, and I like tripped over something because we were like running and I fell and I was crying. You also scraped your knee. Yeah, I fell and like scraped my knee. Like we were there. I fell in front of the restaurant. So then uh, mommy was like trying to make the reservation and you were like, you know, I'm going to buy you something.
0: Oh, yeah. I felt so bad. She was a trooper. How old were you? Maybe like seven. seven? Yeah. Yeah, seven. So we arrived Great there Disney-age, panting, by the way. bleeding, and, <laughs> and, and a little bit late. And of course, there was a big check-in line too. So we were all panicking a little bit. Even, even experienced Disney travelers get caught in these. So don't beat yourself up about that. Yeah. Good ending. And yes. I did buy you something. I can't Good ending what. for me. All right. Final related one you're late for your fast pass. Oh, okay. This is going to happen a lot, but a lot of people don't know about the grace period. So there is a grace period if you're late for your fast pass. Try to get there. Do you know what the grace period is? Five minutes. No, that's the other side. Oh,
1: right. So. 15 minutes.
0: 15 minutes, right. So, and I'm pretty sure that, well. fast
1: pass is really an hour and 20.
0: Yeah. I mean, where the reservation is not... The dining reservation is not on your band, so it's not a hard time. So they Mm -hmm. may even let you in a bit later, I guess, depending on how busy. The fast pass one is clocked, you know, connected to your fast pass, but there is a 15 minute late grace time and a five minute early is what Amelia was getting at.
1: So that's what we always do, because if we have two in a row, we'll go to like one a bit late, because if we're trying to do the end of one and then the start of the next one, because we'll book three fast passes in the morning, let's say, and then we'll go for the end of one and then right into the next one, then do something and yeah, then ready for Yeah, we try to back-to-back the back them yeah. to,
0: to avoid these things.
1: But sometimes, you know,
0: again, things happen or a show's late or a ride breaks down while you're on. Yeah. Anything can happen. But then
1: when we're waiting for the third, if you just, if you're rushing, then you can go five minutes early. Think of your fast passes as an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, aim for your hour, well, but yeah.
0: just know that what no, to in do the when things go mind. wrong <laughs> in the so back of your mind basically hopefully this was helpful these are the top 7 things your room's not ready there's something wrong with your room you get sick you lose something you lose your child you're late for dining or you're late for fast passes just know that in the cases there are grace periods and for most of the other ones go to a cast member right away uh, and yeah. the more and if it's in the hotel and it's serious, I would, you know, as Amelia, you know, very good, always be respectful, and we always are. There's a very few times I've lost my tempers. One of them was at that Animal Kingdom, because this first person was oh. really, you know, not helpful in trying to pull the wool over our eyes. Yeah. And that's Oh, an,
1: it's a palmetto yeah, that's butt. the other
0: one I followed up with executives, and they were very, you know, just very respectful helpful. and apologetic. And just, at the end of the day, I don't want anything but to have a room without cockroaches in it or yeah. without 7,000 ants in it. I mean, I'm, there were a lot of ants. <laughs> there were a lot of I ants. also asked them to change their policy because I believe those ants were related to, there were dining trays left in the hallway, like all over the place, not collected. They were there for 16 hours. So that attracts bugs. Oh, you know?
1: no, not 16 hours, more. Or
0: 24 hours. It, it was, was a day. It was really sort of gross. So. You know, I'm pretty sure that led to those ants.
1: Or they were left overnight or it was an amount of time where we saw them and then we saw them again like two times that we entered later. so that's why housekeeping got
0: involved and then they really were on it after that. Yeah. So I hope that this has been helpful. Things are going to go wrong, but if you know in advance, if you listen to this and hopefully when something along these lines does happen, you'll remember some of the things we talked about and- yeah. It helps if you know what to do instead of feeling helpful, helpless, sorry, when something goes wrong. So hopefully this has been helpful.
1: Anything else? Uh no, I think that about covers it and there are there's a lot of things that can go wrong, but I think the number one thing to remember is to always be respectful to cast members.
0: Yes, when you're trying to complain. Yeah. <laughs> so Listen, everyone, thank you for listening to episode 13, What to Do When Things Go Wrong. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you find it helpful. And if something happens to you, we hope you remember what we talked about today. As always, find us on social at 1923 Main Street across pretty much every channel. We're there. Look us up. If you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and do that, please, and you will see the episodes pop up. So we hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time at 1923 Main Street.
1: Bye-bye.